Coast to coast, nonstop action. This is the premier source for National Hockey League news. Scores, highlights, and the Anaheim Ducks. It's time to light the lamp with Alexis Downing. Welcome to Light the Lamp here on Duck Stream. I am your host, Alexis Downey. We are back with episode number 101 this week because last week we finally got to that number 100 mark for Light the Lamp episodes. And who better to have than Tamu Solani? So if you haven't listened to it yet, make sure to go ahead and do so. I know last weekend was Labor Day, so you might have been a little busy with whatever you had going on, whether it was hanging out outside with friends and family. But if you have the time now, go back and listen to it because I had such a great time talking to Tamu and catching up on what he's been up to in Finland this summer, including filming a TV show Top Gear is the name of it, him and his love for cars. So normally to me, Labor Day marks the end of the summer. I mean, growing up in the Midwest, school was starting, football season was about to get underway, the weather was going to be changing soon, and it just meant the end of summer. But now that I'm here in California, I kind of view it differently. Labor Day now means the start of what they call here local summer and what I've learned. I love local summer when things are a little less busy at the beach and just in general around town. And it means hockey season is right around the corner. Not necessarily too close. I mean, we still have a little over a month of waiting to do before the home opener for the Ducks, but it does mean that things are going to be ramping up. I mean, I want to take a look at all of the events we have coming up in the month of September, just kind of leading up to the season starting in October, starting with our very own Ducks Media Days that are going to be happening next week. I had a great time at that last year, just getting to know all the guys on the Anaheim Ducks roster and within the organization in general. And that's going to be the case with next week as well. I will have lots of interviews and lots of catching up to do with some of the players that I didn't get a chance to catch up with over the summer. And I'm sure you guys will be able to enjoy those as I'll hopefully get all of them together and put out an episode with some of those interviews. Moving on from Media Day, the next thing on the docket for us is the Rookie Tournament, which starts September 15th and runs through September 18th. Now, it is going to be hosted by the Vegas Golden Knights this year, and it is a six-team tournament. The Ducks will play three games as a part of that, beginning with their game on Friday, September 15th against the Golden Knights at 7 p.m. Pacific time, and then Sunday, September 17th, against Colorado at 1 p.m. Pacific time, and then their final game on Monday, September 18th, against, well, the guys up the street, the LA Kings, at 12.30 Pacific time. I'll have a little bit more on that and how you might be able to hear those games later on just in a few moments. But the next thing up will be training camp that begins on September 21st. So if I'm looking at my calendar here, if I can pull it up for a second, that is in two weeks, two weeks. I can't believe it. Training camp begins in two weeks. The roster and how you might be able to check out training camp and all that information will come a little bit closer to that date. We don't have that information just yet. But not long after training camp begins, the NHL preseason games will kick off. That is at the end of September. And the Anaheim Ducks will have eight preseason games this year. It seems like a lot. 
The opponents for those will be the LA Kings, the San Jose Sharks, and the Arizona Coyotes. And something kind of cool, there will be different locations for some of those games. Three of them in particular in different locations, including in San Diego, Palm Springs, and then Tucson, Arizona. And then really after that is the season opener for the Ducks on Saturday, October 14th at, well, the Vegas Golden Knights house in T-Mobile Arena. That's a little over five weeks away. I'm taking the time now, I will say, to just enjoy these next couple weeks before all the craziness begins, though. And then our home opener for the Anaheim Ducks will be on Sunday, October 15th, hosting the Carolina Hurricanes. And we're going to be kicking off the 30th anniversary season. Really excited for everything that we have in store this year. The new jerseys. A lot of exciting theme nights throughout the year. Our promotional schedule came out just a couple weeks ago in August. If you haven't checked that out, make sure to do so. You, so you know which games you want to go to. And once you figure out what games you want to go to, you'll also be able to buy the single game tickets as those are going to be going on sale next week on Wednesday, September 13th. So pick out your games, make sure you're getting your tickets for those games, and uh, you can see all the action at Honda Center this season. So that gives you a little bit of an overview of what September's going to look like. And of course, we're going to have plenty of content still here on Duckstream. You can hear myself, you can hear Emerson Edom in his Edom Up show. And we're still, you know, working on a little project in a mighty journey, looking toward episode number two of that documentary series. But, you know, just a few weeks ago, our friends down the road in San Diego announced their new team broadcaster before this season starts. And Aaron Cooney is their guy. He is going to be on the radio and on television as the play-by-play broadcaster for the San Diego Gulls starting this year. Now, Aaron has been a part of the organization previously as he was in San Diego, and you're going to hear all about his journey in hockey and what led him back to San Diego, his love for the town, his love for the organization, and just being behind the mic. As someone that is a broadcaster myself, I understand that same passion and I share that with him. So that was really awesome just to hear what he's gone through to get where he is today. And of course, I have to mention this too. Aaron and our guy Emerson will be on the call for games at the rookie tournament in Vegas in just a few short weeks, two weeks, I think I just said in looking at the calendar. We'll have some more information on that in the coming weeks, but the link for that I think will be available on our website, so you'll be able to stay in on all the action that's happening at Rookie Tournament. But for now, we had Aaron Cooney join us on the stream this week to talk about everything that, like I mentioned, has led him to this position with the San Diego Gulls and his real enthusiasm heading into this year. Take a listen. Joining me now for episode 101 of Light the Lamp is a new voice that Ducks fans and Gulls fans can start to get used to because they're going to be hearing it a lot. The new TV and radio play-by-play announcer for the San Diego Gulls, Aaron Cooney. Aaron, so great to have you join us for the first time on Duckstream. Welcome. How are you doing today? I'm good, Alexis. Thanks for having me on. Thrilled about the opportunity. Thrilled to be uh, to joining you here today and uh, looking forward to another great golf season and duck season here coming up. 
I think it's been a bit of a crazy couple weeks for you, I would assume, and just getting this job, accepting it, and then having to move back to San Diego, because for those of you listening, you might not know, he he wasn't too far up the road, but did you move during the hurricane? Is that what I saw? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was kind of wild. I didn't have that on my uh, my radar at all that anything was going on as I plotted out the move and what weekend was going to work. And um, when I had some friends that were free to come help out, and I think it was the week of, it's like, have you seen this hurricane? I was like, no, I'm, you know, I don't really pay it to It's like, no, no, it's actually mm-hmm. going to come through San Diego when you're moving. I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> what is this? So that was my warm welcome back to San Diego was uh, 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 Hurricane Hillary. But thankfully, uh, I got it on that Saturday. And then by everything happened on Sunday, it, uh, you know, I've seen kind of went through worse rainstorms uh, mm-hmm. back home, back mm-hmm. east. So it was it was all good. Like, it seemed like I just spent the day in here unpacking and uh, was able to get the put kind of up and running in my apartment. <laughs> well, I'm glad things went smoothly for you, despite the weather. And it, it wasn't as bad as we expected in some areas anyway. So I'm, I'm glad you were able to make it there and didn't have any issues. No, no, no worries at all. It was, uh, it, it was simple, and I didn't have to run into the hoarders taking all the bottled water and, and toilet paper and all that <laughs> stuff too. So, <laughs> well, let's talk about your new role with the Gulls this season. Uh, when did you first hear about this opportunity? Uh, I, you were obviously with the team, you know, previously for about two years, but when when did you first hear about this opening, and uh, what piqued your interest there? Uh, I'll start with the interest. I think. Uh, you being a broadcaster also, it, it's, uh, it was difficult to leave that in the first place for me. And, um, you kind of get off the mic and I, I came to terms with it as like, okay, like this is my new path. Uh, and then during the 21, 22 season, when I was with San Diego, we are still battling COVID protocols and those things. So there was a time where I had to jump in and fill in. And I think that really sparked, it was just like, man, I just really miss doing this. This mm-hmm. is, this is what I set out to do is a lot of fun. And it was like, yeah, maybe, maybe down the road, there's a, there's a, a way to get back into this. Um, fast forward here through the 22, 23 season. Um, I, I, you know, just from staying in touch with the great group down here in San Diego, uh, kind of learned this opportunity was going to present itself. And it was like, Hey, like this, this might be the last opportunity for me to kind of throw my hat into the ring and, mm-hmm. and get back on the air. Uh, let's give it a shot, see what happens. Um, and, you know, just fortunately for me, just kind of had those opportunities to, to jump on the air and fill in for the Gulls. They were aware of what I could do. Um, they obviously knew who I was for having worked for them for a couple seasons. And it just, it things just kind of fell into place where it all just made sense. Um, so that's kind of the path and kind of where it came to. And then to get the call the, the for, for the offer, it was like easily, you know, I was driving back on a road trip coming back. I was just leaving like Salt Lake City. Uh, my way back to Los Angeles, and it was, you know, for me, thrilled. Unfortunately, the call dropped out. That's probably the best part. Is like I <laughs> doing this call through the mountains, drops out. It's like, what was he trying to tell me? And then, oh no! So yeah, get the call back, get the reception again. Um, and it was just, uh, it was a great conversation, and and to be able to, you know, verbally right there, just like, hey, yes, I'm in, all in. Let let's start planning. Let's get through this, and uh, I'm looking forward to working for the team. What is it about the Gulls organization that made you want to go back? It's it's like a a group that I've never worked before. It's eye opening when I came to uh, San Diego and joined the Gulls and, and became part of uh, this H and S Ventures family. And that's the best word I can use for it. Um, 
it feels you are, they know your name. You're not a number in this company. You, everybody knows you. We're all working towards the same goal. And there's just something about coming in and everybody has a smile on their face uh, every single day where you wake up stoked to go to work every single and go to the office. Um, you know, I, I, I was fortunate enough to work for two other great organizations. Um, spent eight, almost eight years in, in Erie with the Otters, a year with the Los Angeles Kings. And we're talking, that's West Coast hockey royalty for what it is. Mm -hmm. But there is just something about this 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 organization and especially with the Gulls that uh, I, I missed and it just felt right. And if it was, you know, I could tell you if, if it was another team or something, I don't know if I'm doing it, mm -hmm. but knowing what I know about this organization, it was an easy decision just to say yes right away when that offer came through. When you were with the Gulls previously, your role was the director of communications and broadcasting, correct? Yes, correct. So in that role, I mean, you talked about it a little bit. You kind of got to jump back into broadcasting again. But do you think it'll help you knowing that you were already with the team and you've talked about some of these guys that have been in the organization, so you're familiar with them already? Oh, for sure. I think uh, I think that makes the transition much easier. I've I learned a lot more about the business in those two years, uh, especially on the broadcasting side and mm -hmm. in that role. Uh, Alexis, you may have found out too, just from 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 joining the group that the uh, the Gulls they like you know they put on a, a great TV program uh, with uh, with all access. They do six to eight television games uh, per year. So I was doing a lot of that background and making things were set up and kind of learning how that business kind of works uh, behind the scenes. That's going to make things easier for me jumping back in. I, I know I think uh, a lot of the, you know, on the PR side, I've done roster announcements. I've done player signings. I did those kind of things mm -hmm. uh, through, through my time in Erie. That was kind of the transition in. So I think the broadcast side was learning that behind the scenes was brand new. And, you know, I had to pick it up and go very quickly for what was kind of set forth in front of me. And then to continue that kind of on into the next couple of seasons. Um, so with that said, you know, even just accepting the job, I got a, uh, you know, text from one of the producers of, of, of the, uh, our television producers that'll help out on some games. I got, uh, mm. even coming to the office, it was like text from the group and the front office that knows me. And then just, uh, just last week, you get a chance to come back in and see some of the, the, the hockey staff. And it's like, I was around those, that group a lot, every, almost every single day. So it's uh, it was just like, hey, welcome back. Good to see you. Like, you know, again, thrilled to have you here. Mm -hmm. And for me, exact same thing that I get to work with this group. What are some of the things that you will be involved in uh, this season in this new role? Obviously, besides being the play by play, you mentioned yeah. that there's a lot of different aspects also that the Gulls have in their production down in San Diego, too. Yeah, so uh, I will for sure be working and helping with the content creation. So I know from talking with uh, with my boss, AJ Mandariccio, we're gonna work on really building out content. I think Duckstream has set a precedent for what audio content and podcasting should be for a sports team. And we're gonna try to do a lot of those similar things. Uh, we're working on a couple of different podcasts we like to do uh, on our end and be able to use our Gulls Audio Network to host those and go live and do a lot of the similar kind of things that we see from, from Duckstream. So again, there's a kind of that mirrored image mm -hmm. of, of what we, this organization likes to do top to bottom. Um, we're also, I mentioned the Gulls All Access show, so I'll be hosting that on the, on the TV side. I'm um, trying to get inside the scenes and kind of help fans bring them closer to the group uh, away from the rink on top mm -hmm. of that. Um, and, and really 
I, I plan to be at you know community events and, and making these hopefully a uh, couple some content from there whether it's just a little news package we can put together Gauls are out in the community and I think that's one of the big things too and, and you've probably learned too Alexis is the uh, how much this organization loves to be out in the community and be part of Southern California mm -hmm. it's the same down in San Diego um, so that, that we really want to showcase and show to the group and, and show to the hockey world, like we are involved. It's a community thing for us as well. Uh, and I think that's gonna be a big part of also trying to make sure putting that stuff out there as well. I'm really excited to see what you guys are able to come up with down in San Diego and excited to have you a part of Duckstream too, bringing you in on, <laughs> on the shows throughout the season to talk about what's been going on on the ice and obviously off the ice too down there, but sure. Let's go back a little bit too and give some background on where you come from and you know mm -hmm. where you grew up because uh you're a Pittsburgh guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we I kind of my, relate uh, <laughs> too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you, you picked up on it and it's funny. Um I was never a uh an ice hockey player. So in Pittsburgh and some of the East Coast, deck hockey, which is essentially floor hockey. So that you know the ducks just opened up a uh, a new floor hockey uh rink. So it's very similar. I don't know if we just call it deck hockey, but that's what the East Coast is. I played that all growing up. Um, and obviously growing up watching Meryl Lemieux and Yarmer Yager, like this was the sport that just connected to me. And this was this was what made sense. Um, mm -hmm. and, you know, you, you just kind of get you grow older, you kind of figure out what you want to do. And it was like, I want to be. Yes, I want to be a play by play guy. Uh, I want to take over for Mike Lang, uh, <laughs> you know, for the Pittsburgh Penguins. That was the dream job. Um, so go to school, went to Point Park University. It's a it's a university right in downtown Pittsburgh. It has a good media connection uh, with the local organizations and, and uh, affiliates and, and sports teams. And that made sense. And I kind of just jumped right in. You know, from day one, I was uh, I was jumping on t uh, t their TV show, Pioneer Sideline. It was just talking sports. Uh, eventually, I was hosting that program, uh, was on the radio side, doing play-by-play -play for whatever sports we, we we had so basketball baseball volleyball softball um everything we did and that was the one thing we didn't have was hockey so mm -hmm. i kind of to find a way to start broadcasting hockey games um was doing uh really showcases for travel teams from 10 and under doing these online streams uh, 12 and under <laughs> uh, high school hockey whatever i could get into just to kind of uh, you know, cut my teeth a little bit and 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 get going into the the hockey realm, which was just always wanted to what I wanted to do. And then um, I was just so fortunate that you know, after I graduated, uh, getting into the summer of 2013, there was an opening in, in Erie, Pennsylvania, which is about two hours north of Pittsburgh, with the Erie Otters and the Ontario Hockey League. And you know, it's that just set everything into motion. Mm -hmm. You know, landed that job. I think it. It's helpful that I was the young guy out of college. I was going to be very cheap, and <laughs> you know, there's no negotiations there. It's like, oh, off again, yeah. I'm going. So uh, you just you just start there, and you know, I spent almost eight great years there, um, and it led to more opportunities in the hockey world. So um, that was that's pretty much the background how I got mm -hmm. going, and, and got to call a lot of games. You know, some 500 games in the OHL for some you know unreal prospects that we're watching here today in the NHL. Who are some of those prospects? <laughs> yeah, I, I know, well, but yeah, I know. let's talk about them that you saw in Erie. I'll just keep riding his coattails. Um, <laughs> Connor McDavid, I, I worked with Connor McDavid for a couple of years. Um, Dylan Strom, Alex DeBrinkett. Um, you're seeing a couple of guys just coming off of you know Stanley Cups a couple of years ago with, mm -hmm. with Tampa Bay with 
Anthony Sorelli, Eric Chernak, um, Darren and Taylor Radish, like the, the list goes on. And that's just like some of the guys that I worked with in Erie. And I can't forget Jamie Drysdale. So I had Jamie Drysdale for, for two years uh, for, for all the Ducks fans. Um, but it's also the, the, the level and quality of hockey that you would see come through, uh, even on the other teams. I mean, you hear everybody kind of knows these the London Knights. That is that that kind of hockey royalty over mm-hmm. uh, in the OHL and seeing guys like Max Domi come through and uh, Matthew Kachuk and Mitch Marner. Like we would play those guys six times a year, regular season. And then we went met up with the playoffs uh, for three, four years straight. So you were, we were seeing some you know unreal level of hockey and, and, mm-hmm. and prospects. And, and these guys are now three, four years later in the NHL. And here we are. Uh, now they're all playing against each other. So it's, it's funny the way it's all kind of come full circle. Aaron, I feel like I share that same excitement level with you because I, I have that background working in junior hockey and I've seen a lot of <laughs> those guys go on and, you know, get to the NHL level, even from the college level too. And it's yeah. just so awesome to see them succeed at the professional level. I think that's one of the most exciting parts about being in the hockey industry. It always makes me really happy to see a guy that I knew way back when to uh, make it to the professional level too. It's great. And in, in, in any level too, there, mm-hmm. there are some guys that, um, you know, even on some of the Erie teams, they may not have been the big name prospect, what it is, but they just continue to work hard. Uh, and then you, you know, one day I was in Pachanga arena in, in, it was uh, Henderson Silver Knights were coming into town and they just signed this kid to a PTO. And I was like, I know this kid. Bring him to Madeline. <laughs> talk to him. So I, his dad you would text, you know, would text me sometimes, uh, it, and, you know, just enjoying the game or if the stream wasn't working or something, but uh, or, or tweet me and stuff just to make sure things were up and running. But I just remember you remember you, you meet these guys, you meet their families and it's just a different level of rooting them on to, to mm-hmm. their level of success and see where they're at. Another thing that's going to be coming up pretty quickly for you is the rookie tournament. And you're going to be on the call for those games, getting to see the best young talent in the organization. Uh, what are you most looking forward to about that? I mean, we've got, we've got the three reigning CHL or defensemen of the year coming through from all three different leagues. Uh, I mean, got to watch a little bit of uh, Zellweger and Minchikoff last year. Uh, I was at the tournament and it was, you know, still with the, with the Anaheim organization at the time, um, knowing what those guys can go out and, and go do at the CHL level in the respective leagues, just watching that build after one more year to where it's going to go, you know, a couple of them are getting closer to pro they're going to go pro where are they going to be at? Um, Sasha, uh, passage off was another guy I got to see a little bit, uh, uh, when he, when he joined to the Ontario hockey league and, and kind of following that side. So, mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's my, one of my favorite, and I just had this conversation with somebody else too. Like you, it's a, you got, you're getting, bring these guys in that are at the coming from the top of the level. They were the guy as a 19 year old or 20 year old, whatever it may be at the respective leagues. And now they're going to come into this tournament and you're going to see this wave of development restart for them mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, now I'm back down. I'm the young guy. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm the young pup now back in the bottom. And I got to work my way back up and get used to this game. It's uh kind of seeing it from one league and then transfer to the next league. It's, it's really interesting. So we'll get the best on best of these, uh, this, this age level, then we'll take it to training camp. And it's like a, a whole new development process. <laughs> Another person that you're going to see, uh, I think it'll be for your first time too, is new head coach, Matt McElvain with the Gulls. Have you had a chance to connect with him yet? Just sat down with him yesterday for, uh, we talked for about an hour and awesome. that was just, uh, 
he is just a great person. I think you can just tell his energy is infectious. Um, didn't you know? Didn't get too much into the weeds on on philosophy and things, mm-hmm. but you have to pick his brain a little bit on those things. You can tell what he wants to accomplish is very in sync of what Anaheim is looking to do. So there's going to be a culture that's going to be bred here uh, in San Diego that's going to be an easy transition for these guys as they get ready for the next level for the for the NHL for the Anaheim Ducks. It's just going to be a seamless transition right up to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was great to meet him. I'm glad he's got settled in. Uh, in San Diego as well, you can tell his family that they're they're stoked and what they've been able to uh, get around and get and get settled. Especially when you're talking kids getting into schools and making that sure that's already so. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great to sit down with Matt for a little bit and just learn him and I to get to know each other. I'm sure we'll have some uh, great conversations moving forward. When you look ahead to this season with the Gauls, your first in this new role, uh, what are you most excited about? I mean. Getting back on the headset nightly mm-hmm. and, and it is just uh, it's just back to Jason that dream again. And mm-hmm. I think that's number one. Like that's uh, I think once you get that first taste of it in, in, you know, for me in junior or whatever league you kind of started and where you're with that team every single day, you're on the bus, you kind of feel part of the team. Um, and just to be able to continue to do that, it just means a lot. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to being part of that group again. Uh, doing all the travel, showing up every single day, and then just, you know, your reward after everything you put into it is that two and a half, three hours that you're on the air, mm-hmm. uh, watching the hockey game and delivering just this great action and, you know, seeing how the, the roster is starting to shape up and seeing the signings that, that Anaheim has made. Really curious to see how the roster is going to, going to, uh, you know, unfold as we get a little bit closer out of training camp and into October and, and things kind of settle in. But uh, I know there's a lot of excitement around the the on the hockey side, on the front office side, and also here in San Diego for um, for what's expected to be a, you know a good year. With after the last two have kind of been a little tough, mm-hmm. so to get back to the ways that that San Diego's used to, I think everybody's kind of champing at the bit to to see that again. Aaron, it was so awesome to have you on Duckstream for the first time, the first of many this season, really. And uh, again, congratulations. Welcome back to San Diego. And uh, we'll be chatting with you a lot this year. Thank you so much, Alexis. I appreciate it anytime. And I'm hoping to do the same thing once we get the uh, our kind of audio network rolling up and rolling again. So I'm sure we'll be talking a lot this season. Can't wait. Thank you. Thank you. This is an Anaheim Ducks original production on Duckstream.